everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. You look good. Thank you very much. Awesome. We don't have a lot of stories today. No, uh, not a big... Uh not a big story day, but there are some important ones, so there are. we have some things to talk about. We do. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. They have uh, a segment on foodie news for Hollywood Studios. That's right. There are a whole bunch of new food updates uh, at Hollywood Studios, uh, and we'll start over in Galaxy's Edge. Um, they have a new uh, Batuan beef and crispy tapato stir-fry, which is smoky Braised beef glazed in taramin sauce, served with stir-fry vegetables, crispy herb yucca, pickled onions, and cilantro. They now have a roasted Andorian chicken salad, which is essentially a marinated chicken uh, with spiced yogurt drizzle. They now have a uh, pierjond hot chicken tip-yip, which is crispy chicken glazed in spicy chipotle sauce. They have a pica tuna poke, which is uh, raw tuna with a sriracha dressing served with a green papaya salad. All right. Which doesn't sound bad. Really? Well, you're so funny that you would even say that because you don't, you won't eat. No, I would tuna. never eat that. Uh, they have a new dessert called the Outpost Puff, which is a chocolate f- pastry filled with guajillo chocolate mousse and green milk sauce. Okay. Finished with Thai tea, panna cotta, spiced pineapple, and confectionery debris. Ew. I, I'd like some confectionery debris, please. Um, over at Ronto Roasters, they've got a new uh, pork rinds uh, sandwich, which is pork rinds seasoned in a savory blend of ancho chili, cheddar smoke, and cinnamon. They now have a zuki wrap, um, which is a grilled zucchini uh, with smoky chickpea onion slaw, creamy garlic tahini sauce, and fresh cilantro wrapped in a pita bread, which is plant-based. Okay. So that is a version of their Ronto Roasters. They also have a triple sun's breakfast wrap, which is a plant-based egg. Can you have a plant-based egg? Not a real egg. It's egg-like. Smoky uh, chickpea onion slaw roasted tomato sauce wrapped in a pita bread. And then the Andoan fruit with muha sauce, which is sticks of jicama, cucumber, pineapple, melon, and dragon fruit doused in a terramin sauce and dusted with peppercorn ash, which is plant-based. Of course. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, over at Sunset Boulevard, they've got some new uh, hot dog options. Uh, they've now got a truffle bacon macaroni and cheese dog, a pretzel dog, a California BLTA dog, a uh, Chicago-style dog, and, of course, they're all beef quarter-pound hot dog. And then at Hollywood Scoops, they're debuting a new chocolate peanut, a peanut butter explosion shake. Mm, yummy. Yeah, that's chocolate ice cream layered with peanut butter sauce, topped with whipped cream, garnished with chocolate peanut butter crumbles, and a chocolate-dipped peanut butter cake. I like peanut butter and chocolate. It's not as extreme as, like, a... like. No, you know, it just some of those like mostly like shakes. a regular shake. It's just good flavors together. Yeah, it is. Very nice. Okay. Um, there's some new back-to-school essentials now available at shopdisney.com. All right. We'll talk about Disney Springs in a couple minutes. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I noticed in Target the other day that they were putting out the back-to-school stuff because mm-hmm. it is uh, July after all. Yeah, well. And, uh, you know, you can go to shopdisney.com because they've got backpacks, lunchboxes, thermoses, clothing, pencils, pencil bags, notebooks. You want it, they've got it. They've even got the Princess Varsity Jacket and Toy Story 4 Varsity Jacket for the kids. To be fair. Yes. In New England, we don't go back until, like, Typically, like September 1st right. or thereabouts. But in other parts of the country, they go back to school much earlier, like mid-August. So okay, that's it's true. only like, what? It might be only a month before, ahead of time for, mm-hmm. some, for some parts of the country. Okay. 
All right. Um, food. There's a food guide for flavors of Florida at Disney Springs. That's right. Disney Springs flavors of Florida is now happening. It goes from July 6th through August 12th. It is 37 delicious days of Florida food goodness. Um, more than 30 restaurants and shops are celebrating. So Amaret's Patisserie has a Florida Sunset Eclair, which is a blood orange dulce de leche mousse infused with orange liqueur and decorated with orange zest. That's a way to kill a good eclair. Uh, <laughs> Chef, sounds good. Chef Art Smith's Homecoming has tender fried gator bits. Okay. I'm um, sorry, gator bites. Uh, they also have a Floradora cocktail, which is gin, muddled raspberries, lime juice, house-made simple syrup, and a splash of ginger beer. Over at the City Works Eatery and Poorhouse, you can get grouper tacos. Uh, the Coca-Cola Rooftop Beverage Bar has a Coca-Cola Orange Cream Float. Mm. Dockside Margaritas has specialty margaritas, so you can get a Chipotle or a wine margarita. If you don't wait, mind waiting in line for at least a half an hour. That's right. Aaron McKenna's Bakery NYC has an Orange Blossom Cupcake. Everglazed Donuts has a cold, and Cold Brew has a Key Lime Donut. Frontera Cochina has the Shrimp Aioli Tostada as well as a watermelon pink flamingo, which is a watermelon and lime juice with tequila and orange liqueur with a chili powder rim. Let's get down to what matters. What does Gideon's have? Uh, Gideon's <laughs> just has their flavors of the month, with, which we announced last week, which was the chocolate chip key lime pie cookie mm-hmm. and the key lime pie cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some other things here. The only other thing that maybe sounds interesting is uh, Jock Lindsay's Hammer bar, Hanger Bar has the Florida shrimp tacos with watermelon salsa. All right. And then the Marketplace Snacks has their Dole Whip Watermelon, which is the uh, Dole Whip Watermelon piled on a slice of actual watermelon. You don't have to get it that way, though. You don't have to get it, it that way. It does sound good, but a, it, it, a watermelon um, Dole Whip. Right. It does look good. They had one that had, like, chocolate chips on it or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Reminds me of, like, the Friendly's uh, Watermelon Rolls. Right. For those of you who aren't on the, in the Northeast, Friendly's is uh, an ice cream chain. Yes. All right. Um... This is exciting. The popular Mickey foam dispensers are now available in the U.S. That's right. Uh, it has only been at the Tokyo Disney Resort, and that is like in their public sinks. Uh, you know, you can get Mickey soap dispensed on your hand. But now it is. Uh, it has made its way to uh, U.S. parks, and not only the parks, but you can buy it for your home. Mm. Uh, it's nine ninety nine. It's the Mickey Mouse hand soap. Um, it has been seen uh, on Main Street USA in Disneyland at the China Closet. As well as at the uh, World of Disney in the downtown Disney district. Um, it's $9.99 and uh, it is sold out uh, very quickly. It does come filled with soap and there is an expiration date on there. So uh, just be aware of that. It has like a two year shelf life. I'm sorry. Think- a year shelf life. Are they putting them into like the bathrooms in Disney World and Disneyland or are they only just selling these plastic? It looks like they're only putting them in uh, out for sale. Mm, I hope that at some point. As they're redoing bathrooms and stuff, they put these in. That would be a nice little touch. It would be. All right. Um, in California, the California residents can now purchase discounted certific- certificates. Certificates? Yeah. Are you, not certificates. That's what I have here. Discounted tickets? <laughs> discounted certificates for tickets? Wow. No, you can purchase a discounted ticket if you live in California. Yeah, through so, September. So if you're a California resident beginning July 6th, you can purchase a $249 three-day single park ticket that will give you admission to one park per day or a $304 three-day park hopper ticket that gives you access to both parks in a single day. They can be used on any three separate days through September 30th of 2021. So pretty much it's not a no expiration option, but it is a... 
uh, two and a half month expiration option. Uh, this offer is valid only to California residents within zip codes 90000 to 96199 and Northern Baja California residents within zip codes 21000 to 22999. Uh, you must have proof of eligible residency, which includes a valid government-issued ID, uh, for both purchase and admission. All righty. You may purchase up to five tickets per person per day with a valid ID. Those are some serious restrictions. They are. Um, near Walt Disney World, uh, Tropical Storm Elsa is impacting evening performances. That's right. Elsa could not let it go. Uh, mm-hmm. So tonight's performance of Epcot, well, tonight is July 6th. So uh, Tuesday, July 6th, um, Epcot Forever has been canceled uh, and Happily Ever After will be modified. Uh, No idea. um, Well, so the modifications include the fact that Tinkerbell will not fly Mm because, you know, the wind upsets her wings. She's very fragile. And they will have reduced uh, rooftop fireworks. Um, No word on what's going to happen on July 7th. um, But Orange County is also under a flood watch and neighboring counties are under a tornado watch. Great. Nice time to be down there. Fun times. You have an uh, update on Boobash tickets? That's right. So we talked previously about how Boobash had all sorts of sellouts, and then they increased capacity. Uh, So now there are some dates that are sold out at this new capacity. Uh Who knows if they'll increase capacity again? Probably. Uh, But the first two nights, um, August 10th and August 17th, are now sold out. Um, September is completely open, and then October 5th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 29th, and 31st have been sold out. Those are probably, what, Friday or Saturday nights? Uh, they're offering the event on a Sunday, Tuesday, and Fridays. Yeah, I can. I would suspect all the Fridays are sold out. Uh, not all of them, just no? uh, two of them in October okay. and none of them in August. So, like I said, the whole month of September is good. Half of October is sold out. Yeah, I just meant in October, the half of it being sold out, I thought would probably be all the Fridays. No. Nope. Okay. Um, I need to hear more about this story. Uh, Hurricane meal kits are now available at Walt Disney World restaurants. That's right. This happened over the weekend as the hurricane or tropical storm, depending upon what part of the uh, track it's on, uh, approached Florida. uh, And they decided to introduce hurricane meal kits to the quick service restaurant menus. Uh, These meals... Uh, some of some restaurants list them as hurricane meal kits. Others just list them as meal kits, which I think uh, uh, makes it uh, a little easier to yeah. order. You, you don't want to say, oh, my God, this is a hurricane meal kit. Um, but they are essentially meals in a box, um, and they can be ordered um, uh, to store in your room. Uh, you can uh, use them for breakfast or lunch, but let me tell you what these consist of. The adult breakfast kit. Uh, bagel and cream cheese, Greek yogurt, cereal, low-fat fo- low milk, fresh fruit, and an orange juice served with butter, jelly, utensils, and napkins. So do you have to refrigerate some of this? Um, maybe if you don't want your yogurt to go bad. Right. The adult breakfast kit, also turkey and lettuce wrap, fresh fruit, carrots, chips, chocolate chip, cookie, and a large Dasani water served with condiments, utensils, and napkins. I think the big thing here is that they're giving you utensils and napkins yeah, in the kit. Yeah, you don't want to not have that. That's right. For lunch, um, they have a gluten-wheat allergy-friendly one. Uh, turkey and lettuce in an allergy-friendly wrap, fresh fruit, carrots, chips, an allergy-friendly cookie, large sunny water served with condiments, utensils, and napkin. Uh, they have a vegetarian lunch kit, uh, vegetable wrap, fresh fruit, carrots, chips, chocolate chip cookie, large sunny water served with condiments, utensils, and napkins. Uh, and then they have a vegetables in an allergy-friendly wrap, fresh fruit, carrots, chips, allergy-friendly cookie, large sunny water served with condiments and napkins. And that is a gluten or wheat-friendly allergy. 
Um, for kids, they have cereal with low-fat milk, raisins, apple slices, peanut butter packet, Dan and Danimal smoothie, and Minute Maid apple juice. Uh, the kids' lunch kit is a PB&J Uncrustable with grapes, fresh fruit, carrots, chocolate chip cookies, and a small Dasani water. Um, so the the pickings are pretty slim and basic, but if you need boxed lunches, uh, yes. I guess they're What available. are they charging for these? Uh, the breakfast kits range from 8 to $10, and the lunch kits all appear to be $10. The kids' meals uh, range between 6 and $7. I mean, couldn't you just buy these things individually, what you what you like? You would think. Yeah. But I'm sure they're just mass-producing them somewhere. Yeah, okay. You know, and bringing them in. A little odd. Yeah. Um, Disney Cruise Line news. Uh, the radar mast has been delivered. That's right. Now, while July 4th was a holiday here in the States, it was not over in... Uh, uh, Germany. Uh, so on July 4th, there is some video of the radar mast uh, being uh, transited from a shipyard in Gdynia, Poland, through the Kiel Canal towards the Meyerwerf shipyard, which is in Papenburg, Germany. All right. Yeah, so exciting news. Slowly, uh, slowly but surely, the ship is put together. Good. Uh, entertainment news. Monsters at Work debuts today, Wednesday the 7th. That's right, Monsters at Work, uh, which is the ongoing adventures of Mike and Sully, as well as members of the Monsters Incorporated facilities team, um, debuts on Disney+. Plus. In an interview um, on Yahoo News, Billy Crystal counts this as one of his career highlights. Uh, he has stated that his favorite character he has ever portrayed is Mike from Monsters, Inc. That's awesome. And uh, he's excited to continue working with John Goodman. Um, so, uh, you know, this, uh, this is going to debut tomorrow, well, I guess today. Yeah. Um, uh, the series does not go into the human world beyond kids' bedrooms. Um, so it will be, uh, you know, just them transitioning from scaring to laughing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the facilities team has, I guess he was one of Monster University's top student scarers. Right. And now he has to make that transition to laughter and he can only find a job on the facilities team because he's really good at scaring. Gotcha. So I look forward to this. How many uh, episodes are there? Do you know? Uh, it does not mention. Okay. At, at least six, I would say. It's, you're just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a new Disney villains cookbook that's being released. This is, uh, this is interesting. I want to know what are they going to be featuring? Do you think it's going to be like, how to make poison apples. And that's right what's on the cover. It's or, a poison uh, stuffed apple. Or maybe you think hazelnut soup is in there? Could be. Yeah. Um, but this is a devilishly delicious cookbook. Uh, it is 50, uh, more than 50 tasty, easy to follow recipes inspired by Disney's dastardly villain, villains. Uh, it is uh, released by Simon & Schuster. And uh, you can get it on Amazon. All right. Kind of fun. Yeah. In Universal News, SpongeBob. Uh, did you want to talk about movies? Sure, you talk about movies. Sure. So this, while this is an entertainment story, it's not necessarily a Disney entertainment story. Um, but you know, we all know that theaters, uh, the theater industry, movie industry, has been in a rough patch since COVID broke out. Um, they are still down eighty-one percent from pre-pandemic times. Yuck. And uh, there's an article in Variety that talks about the uh, environment of the theaters and how different things are. So just as a, as a look, um, in the first week of July uh, in 2019, prior to a year prior to the pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, there were 5,826 theaters open. Mm -hmm. uh, a year later, 
uh, February, I'm sorry, July 3rd of 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, there were 1,341 theaters open. Right now, there are 4,952 theaters open. So they're coming back. Of course, some, some you know, close. some, some have it. closed for, for the, uh, you know, permanently. Um, some are still working their way back. Uh, but the box office is down. Um, it's down 67% from last year. So last year at this time, the box office was $1.8 billion. Right now in 2021, it's just over a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, for a comparison's sake, two years ago in 2019, right after the debut of Avengers Endgame, uh, at this point in the year, the uh total U.S. box office was $5.6 billion. So this industry has obviously been hit very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought the news was that they were recovering. It is. It's, it's uh, you know, there's the potential for a strong recovery. Uh, I think one of the big blockbusters, which is Black Widow, is expected to open this week on Friday, mm-hmm. although it will have a dual premiere on Disney uh, Plus Premier Access. Mm-hmm. So it won't be true box office numbers. Right. Um, but, uh, I think that it's a, a good kickoff to, to the summer season. Should help. Yes. Okay. In universal news, sponge, the SpongeBob meet and greet has been moved back indoors. That's right. They have moved, uh, Mr. Mr. SpongeBob SquarePants back inside, um, as well as adding a photographer. Uh, so if you want to see Mr. S- Mr. SquarePants, he is in the Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zones at Universal Studios. Uh, Florida. He is still behind a rope, but he can take photos with guests. Good. Yes. All right. Uh, Universal closed the E.T. adventure on July 5th. That's right. Um, uh, because they uh, they had a death on July 4th, their lead, uh, their attraction lead, uh, Michael Skipper, uh, as well as his uh, son, were killed in a car accident after the July 4th celebration. Oh, no. Um, so they closed the ride uh, in honor of their lead cast member there. So, uh, sad stories. Yeah, that's uh, terrible. Nothing is wrong with the attraction. The attraction right. is up and running, but he was the uh, the lead, so right. they did close. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, in international news, this is probably the biggest thing going on in Disney news um, today, um, and that is that Disneyland Paris has announced that they're going to be retiring their free FastPass service. That's right. They will be retiring their free pa- FastPass service in their two parks, um, which used to be FastPass, mm-hmm. uh, and they will be replacing it with a new uh, thing called Disney Premier Access. Okay. Not to be confused with Disney Plus Premier Access, no. which is a streaming service. Right. Uh, Disney Premier Access is going to be a paid version of FastPasses. Mm. It can only be accessed once you are in the park, so you okay. do have to have a ticket uh, as well as a park reservation to utilize it. It can be found in your Disney Park uh, app. Okay. Um, and uh, you actually purchase this on a per-ride basis. Um, you can use the app to book an, uh, an assigned time slot. And the cost is between uh, $10 to $18 per person, per ride, oh my gosh. depending upon the attraction and the day of use. Wow. Um, so if you don't have a smartphone, you can also purchase that at select locations, uh, probably kiosks in the park. Uh, and Disney says this is going to make things uh, a lot easier for you to, uh, you know, spend more time enjoying attractions and shows because you're going to be able to manage your time better with their new fast pass system. Now, this system is already in use over in Shanghai. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's a little crazy to think that, 
you're spending a hundred dollars, a hundred plus dollars per day. At least, yeah. No, it's like a hundred and thirty dollars to get in. Most so days. let's say you're a family of four. You just spent five hundred dollars to get into the park. Yep. Now you want to ride Space Mountain. Yep. Let's just say that it's eighteen dollars. That's a that's a e ticket ride, mm-hmm. right? Now you've got to spend seventy two dollars just for the four of you to ride that ride. Yeah, it's and that's crazy. just one, and that's just one e ticket attraction. Right now, what happens when you want to go ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? That's another seventy two dollars. Yeah. So by the time you're you know all is said and done, if you buy multiple fast passes, you could have spent five hundred dollars to get into the park and another four to five hundred dollars yep. on fast passes. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, which which is a little crazy. Um, so, you know, there, there's two ways of thinking. And, and that is that, you know, they're obviously trying to price people out. Yeah, um, they're, they're busy. And so the more they charge, eventually you're going to like just, yeah, you're going to shut some people out who just can't do it. Right. But the other way of looking at it is if it is that expensive, maybe less people will use it, which will make the standby lines more, more commonplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing I do like about it is that there's no advance reservations. Right. I'm not having to plan around where I have to be in the park. Even if I decide I'm going to spend that money, I spend that money when I'm there and I, you know, I do, I go on the ride when I want to go on the ride. Right. I prefer that. Having to sit down and figure out what rides I'm going to sign up for. You know, 90 days in advance. I hate that. 60 days in advance. That's crazy. So I highly doubt that I would be paying to get on any of these rides more quickly. I'll just wait in the line. Um, but I like, I like, I never wanted fast passes to come back. They just make all the lines longer. So, right. you know, good riddance to them, but I don't like what they're replacing it with. No. Uh, you know, un- unfortunately, I think this will make its way over to the United States. Oh yeah, definitely. And I feel like, especially it's going to be Disneyland first. Cause they, you know, they've already shut out things like, you know, their, their, uh, annual passes. I think they're mm-hmm. just like waiting to revamp things over there. Right. So I think that's where you're going to see it from right. in well, the United States. I will tell you that over in France, uh, this is not applicable to every ride, um, but the initial attractions that we'll be using this are Big Thunder Mountain, Hyperspace Mountain, Peter Pan's Flight, Buzz Lightyear's Laser Blast, Star Tours, Autopia, Twilight Zone, Ta- Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and Ratatouille L'Aventure, Totalement, Toquille de Remy, which is the French version. Of, of the Remy ride. Yeah. I mean, I can only see myself maybe using it on that ride that is new that I've never been on that I absolutely feel like I have to do. Right. Maybe. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Why don't they just like sell us ticket books again? Well, I, I think that's what they're coming down to. Yeah. You know, uh, I had some internal talk with some uh, travel agent friends of mine and I said, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see if they release this and, you know, it sounds like they're going to tier the prices of the fast passes. So give us five tiers of fast passes, yep. A through E. Yep. And then your E, what used to be E ticket attractions, if you're old school and you remember when ticket books were, were being sold, yep. uh, your E ticket attractions cost more. Yep. You know, you used to buy ticket books. Now, instead of buying a ticket book, you're buying a fast pass. The only difference is when they were selling ticket books, yep. I know where you're going with this. The price to get in the door was like five bucks. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't they're mind not gonna, that. They're not going to, re- they will oh, no. never they reduce will, the price no, to get in. No, ever. it's still going to be $100 to get in. $125. And then you're, you're going to be spending $10 per ride. Yep. And that's their, their modern version. And they're going to play upon our nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how Walt had it originally. It's A through E tickets. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they're going to try to spin it. it like it's a good thing. Yeah. Because, well, they already are, you know, it allows you to, 
Um, it allows you to enjoy, spend even more time enjoying attractions and it gives you flexibility into your day. Mm-hmm. So For a price. For a price. But it's just uh, the bean counters taking over. Yep. And continuing to ruin a good experience. It's true. So that's our point of view. Yeah. We are not endorsed by Disney Parks, nor is our thought endorsed by Disney Parks. We can say whatever we want. That's right. Uh, Do you have anything else to say, speaking of that? No, not really. All right. Short show today. Hopefully there's more news next time. And until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.